0: Welcome to the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Have you ever had an idea for a solution to a problem? Have you late at night and thought of a problem and thought, how could I solve that? Well, that's exactly what our guest Amy Gibson has done. And we're going to hear all about how she created a solution to something she was personally going through and created a very successful business. I think when we're coming up with creative ideas, it's important that we remember that we often have the answers and we can support so many people globally. On the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series, we're here to support you. Let's get this journey started.
1: Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts
0: right now. Well, our guest today, Amy Gibson is really an incredible, amazing person. She's an alopecia advocate, cancer hair loss expert and a personal consultant, international wig and accessory designer, an Emmy nominated soap opera actress, keynote speaker, media commentator, and the author of Sex, Wigs and Whispers. You didn't know we were going to get that juicy today. Huh? on our podcast. Amy founded createdhair.com and her private discreet wig studio in Beverly Hills, California, almost two decades ago. She created a company for women and turned it to a solid, safe, comfortable solution with those living with the effects of medical hair loss as well as those who are seeking to renew their appearance, their self-esteem, their radiance, their confidence. And of course, we're so passionate about people around the globe living with self-worth and confidence. She would visit clients in their homes or buy hospital beds. And it's always been Amy's favorite way of working and a rare experience to find in this business. She would conduct virtual sessions even before it was popular. She herself began her journey 13 and a half When she was that little, so as a teenager, she discovered she had an autoimmune disorder that resulted in hair loss. And she was, well, filming her starring role on the CBS soap opera Love of Life, which earned her the... Emmy nomination. She went on to star in 20 years of shows such as The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, Happy Days, and numerous primetime TV and film roles before deciding to follow her heart and help women worldwide. Well, Amy, we are so honored to have you on our show today. Welcome.
1: Thank you. It's so fun to be here. This is a great podcast. I'm happy to be part of it.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're glad to have you on. And you know, being an entrepreneur and really pivoting your whole career or finding your passion by solving something for yourself, where you wish there was someone like you for you when you started having the medical hair loss due to the autoimmune condition. How was that, you know, transitioning, being on TV and, and all that, that that takes? And it is, uh, unfortunately, you know, about your looks and people are looking at you. And so Talk to me about that.
1: Well, you know, when I first was on my first soap, I did 20 years of them. But the first one, when it was discovered, I had this gorgeous mane of hair. I mean, that's what I was known for was this mane of hair, right? And you would go into the makeup room and the hair room and they would brush your hair for you. Literally, put your head over and let's make it big and wild. And one of the days I was, I was only on the show maybe four months, but the the hair guy used to always kid around with me. So when he said to me, God, Amy, you have a bald spot the size of the palm of your hand in the back. I thought he was like another joke until he showed me a mirror. And like every woman I've worked with that created hair. What happens is a woman, when do you ever see yourself bald? You never see it, right? So I was so intrigued, like, oh my God, it's so soft. Oh my God. And then I went, oh my God. I must have watched a documentary on leprosy or something, because the next thing I thought was I was gonna lose an arm. So I got like crazy and out of control. And it took many, many years uh, to learn how to keep it quiet, taking the cortisone shots, bringing the hair back for a moment, but having another piece of hair fall out and keeping it from the press, keeping it from my, my castmates, the writers, everybody. And I had to learn because there was nobody to show me. And nobody was talking about baldness at that time. Are you out of your mind? I mean, Sinead O'Connor hadn't come out yet about just shaving her head. So I was the first. In fact, when People Magazine covered me in 08, I was the very first actress to come out about this. And then they went to every single person I ever worked with in television for 20 some odd years. And no one ever knew I had hair loss because I had to figure out these ways to get around it, you know? And it's all in sex, wigs and whispers, love and life with hair loss or all the lies that I told. And that's what I tell my clients. It's like when people come in and they don't really know what's going on, right? You have an autoimmune, maybe it's thyroid, maybe it's stress, maybe it's from, you know, the vaccine or other things that are going on that you're taking supplements wise, who knows? The main thing you, what I have learned on this journey which I had to learn from the very beginning is, okay, got to make myself okay for today. Okay, Amy, do what you got to do right now. Okay, we're going to get a wig. Okay, I had to like figure this out, but I really didn't lose all my hair till I was in my 20s. And that's when the first part of the journey found out, right? I had to figure that out. And then I had to learn how to deal with it when I lost my eyelashes and eyebrows, which is your frame. And that was only in 2015. So I feel like I've gone through this journey. But along this journey were all these things that I needed to help me, like When I first created uh, the first women's swim wig with cyber hair, and I think that came out, yeah, that came out in 08 or 07. That's because I hated going swimming in a bathing cap for 10 years because I think bathing caps for me were, just for me personally, were not sexy. So I thought, well, how can I create a wig, right? And when I created the rescue bag, which is the first wig bag on the market, literally that came out of of a situation that happened at the gym which we can go into, but we don't have a lot of time here, where I was completely taken off guard. Someone saw me without my wig for the first time. I needed something to be able to swim in, work out, and then take a shower with and let it dry and put on my makeup like every other woman while it was drying in the other room. So I had to keep figuring out these ways. But that's a big difference than going into business. I never thought I'd be in this business. I actually went to a very bad chiropractor ended up with a 50% chance of ever walking again, got up and realized my legs had no strength. I was bedridden for a year. And during that time I could barely do this for very long. I couldn't really look down. I was literally meant to sit still and I kept on asking, okay. I kept on reading Louise Hayes and anything I could figure out like, what do you want from me? Well, everything on the right side of my life, all these producing jobs kept falling through. But the left side had all these people calling me out of the blue for like, for my hair loss support groups, et cetera. Can you give me some advice? You've had wigs made. Can you... And I start, like one day I looked up and I said, you must be kidding me, right? Like you want me to counsel women? Are you joking? I said, I'll tell you what, you make me walk again and I'll do your work. How's that? And that was like the moment. It was incredible. So I thought, okay, I'll start charging fifteen dollars a call sorry so i started started charging fifteen dollars a call and it got really busy but then i could walk again i thought okay now what do i do hey you know what i'm going to go to these manufacturers that i bought from so, and, and maybe i'll open an account and i'll just go into the cancer centers and i started going by foot to all of the offices in cedar sinai hospital in st john's and cancer centers and I would have some samples and they would, the girl would like one of the clients or the patients would say, oh, I love this. Do you have it in Brown? I'd go, I'll have it for you in two days. I'd go back, I'd get it in Brown. I would charge $50 profit. And I then sold wigs out of the trunk of my car for two years because it was a good gig. I was like, wow, this is working. I'm really helping that. Maybe I'm really right. Maybe he's right about this. This was easy. And I always believe when it's in alignment, it's right. Not that there's not a little bit of work, but There's got to be a flow, right? And sometimes it takes a minute for that flow to happen. Like I had to figure it out. And then it was just, I said, well, I'm bringing this into my home. And then it got so busy that I ended up building a studio. And then from there, it just, you know, then People Magazine and all this stuff happened. And I just sort of ballooned, right? But in in the way of doing this, what's important is when you find a niche, when you find that there's something missing that you feel you need, Or a friend of yours or a family member. When there's a heart connection, when there's that emotional thread, it makes the passion, the tenacity, the drive that much greater to bring it to fruition. I knew nothing about bringing a product to market. When I had the cyber hair, the main company that paid me to design and create this, and I was on this big time contract and all that, they did all of that. I didn't know how to do this. I had to figure it out. But what I did know is that there wasn't a wig band on the market. That was comfortable, that worked, that had some kind of silicone that would that would hold the tape, the, the wig band on my head. And at the same time, it would hold, it would hold the wig on, right? So I created Wig Secure because there was nothing for me, but I did it by hand first. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna put some silicone on the inside of this, this belt. I first tried a velour belt and I kept on trying to do it and I would wear it under a wig and it didn't work. And then one day I thought, I'm gonna do this material. And then I sewed the silicone on and then I sent it to a factory and I said, could you make this for me? And it came out terrible. And my husband said, don't stop. Keep doing it. Keep doing it till you get it right. Something you're onto something here. And we did it and we did it and we did it and we did it. And you know, 11 months later, Wig Secure came out with the same thing with the rescue bag, the same thing. I think it's about finding something that either you really need and then you got to figure out, how do I do it? If I had all the money in the world and there were no obstacles, which is what I had to think, because that relaxed my mind from feeling fearful of not having enough money to do this. I had no idea how much I'd need. You really don't need a lot to get started, but you do need some, right? You can't do it on a dollar unless you do a GoFundMe page, which would be great for a lot of people. And so I had to figure this out and it it was a lot of failures, a lot of failures, um, and I think with every failure, you learn a little bit better what needs to be done. And I think the main thing for somebody is, okay, now I have to research the market. Is there really a niche for this? Is there a need? Well, I found out the need was huge. Wigs are, you know, and hair is a $10 billion market. Okay. Well, how much of that, well, how much of those people could really use my product? I have a new liner coming out. We've worked on it for six years. Three different factories didn't get the mold right. It's finally coming out. Six years and 48 prototypes that failed. But if you believe in it, you do it until it works. And I'm wearing it right now. So I, I've had lots of failures though, trust me. I've created other stuff and my husband said to me, are you really gonna do that? Where do you see this product, right? I'm create, I mean, there's a lash product I have coming out because I have to wear lashes. And there's a there's a product out there that's really needed that I've been trying to do for myself. Well, I found a way to do it for me. Now I'm coming out next year with Lash Twirl. So it just happens from from stuff that frustrates me that I'm I'm trying to figure out for myself.
0: So I always feel like yes. that's a kind of a strong way. I love that. You know, we often tell entrepreneurs, okay, well, what's a problem you solved? What What is something that? You, how do you add value? What is something right. that you are great at? And how can you tell? people about it and you know whether you design a product around it you create videos around it you know uh, we make uh you know leadership and confidence and emotional intelligence courses because that's a problem today 75 yes. percent of careers are derailed due to lack of eq so whether or not it's a product or a service exactly what you're saying amy is you you were a very successful actress then you had a need and you had never made a product before, gone to manufacturing before. I mean, the no, tenacity,
1: And on yeah. top of that, you're dealing with foreign countries, right? So I'm dealing with a lot of my manufacturing is done in China and Thailand and Indonesia. Well, I cannot tell you how much money I lost in the beginning from listening to idiots um, to believing in people. Right. Even my current website that I paid so much money for. We just found out the guy never connected it to Google. I mean, it it just is constant learning, constant, constant staying on top. And I'm a one man band, right? So I do three times a week, three hours a day, Zoom or Skype all over the world. I have my kids that I need to deal with. I have my cancer clients. Um, You know, my husband owns Advanced BioCell, which is a health clinic. So I'm I'm overseeing my clients, then going there. It's a lot. It's a whole package. And I think when you sit down thinking, where is this product going to go? I think people get scared and they shortchange themselves. I don't want you to shortchange yourself. I think the way my mom thought, which is we were brought up under Edgar Casey, which is what you believe you create, right? It's quantum physics. So it's not just believing, it's feeling. So if you could literally sit still and think, okay, if I had no cares about money, and if I had all the contacts in the world, what would what would make me happy right now? What would what would energetically be a heart connection for me on any type of product or service? What would would that look like? And I think if you sit still long enough, you hear it. The problem is our own fears take over, which certainly mine has happened a lot um, at at times. And I have it now. I have it now with this website situation. I'm like, oh my God. And you just have to think, okay, what, what needs to be done? Thank God my husband helped me with this. But when it comes to Here's the other thing I think is a problem, and you can tell me, Lauren, because you've made a success out of this podcast from nothing, is I don't think entrepreneurs, most of us that are past the age of 33 or 35, understand marketing the way it is done now. I mean, my stepdaughter gets really frustrated with me because I have a really hard time with Instagram. And she goes, Mom, I've showed you this eight times. But you know what? That's ordinary for you, Lauren. It's ordinary for her, but it wasn't ordinary for my age bracket. And I have to relearn. And there's all these different things being done now for marketing that is just above my pay grade, man. I you, Then you have to find the people that can help you. And that is letting go of my control issues, right? When you create a product, you're used to being on top. When you create a business, I mean, I created, created hair.com and salons 22 years ago. And you know, I I remember thinking to myself, how am I going to do this? I mean, how am I going to turn a consulting business into a wig business? But then people started saying, can you custom make wigs? And I found this woman who could sew hair and I'd I'd get a ready-made cap and I'd buy hair locally. And it was a lot of, you know, a lot of learning curves. But if you if you stick with it, but I I think the main thing there is it's not only creating a product, it's not only answering your heart's desire, but then you got to be smart. Remove your heart, remove your groin, remove anything else that's going to get in the way and say, "Okay, how much money do I need? Be clear. What is my what is my expense going to be? And where's my return? If you can't make your money back, at least most of it in the first two years, you're going to have a problem. You know, you got to at least break even in the second year. Not everybody does. I got to tell you, I haven't. There are many times I don't break even to the third or fourth year because I haven't marketed enough or maybe I took a a wrong turn. Like I hired a big firm and paid all this money, like fifty thousand dollars, and they did nothing. They got me one thing, and that was the wrong choice. So I think that you you have to look at the people that are guiding you also. Like, okay, where's their experience? Have they ever been in my in my in my niche market? Have they been in marketing before? Not have they been in marketing? Give me your clients. Let me see what you've done. How have you raised their demo? How have you raised their income? Because I think most of us, like myself, when we're desperate, when we're emotional, when we're in love with this product and we just want to get it out, we stop thinking. We stop getting smart. And, and people only get smart when we get stupid. We make mistakes when we're, we don't know how to disconnect the heart and go, wait a minute, doing business now, what are you gonna do for me? How much is that? What are you gonna do for that? And you must remove your heart. And I think that was my biggest lesson in bringing these products forward is I have to cut off my heart, because everything's being that everything is something I need. I am very attached. Or if it's for a client that I know is dealing with cancer and is really going through it, I get too attached, and it's hard for me to separate myself and see what they need sometimes. And I think it's really important when you have to figure out for yourself to get unemotional and and cut that tie for a moment, and stop thinking with your heart and start getting smart about I have so much money to use. What can I do? Where's my best place? How can I get the most play out of what I have?
0: Mm, I love that, Amy. And if people want to learn more specifically about your business, they can go to your website. Is that right?
1: Yes. It's createdhair.com. C-R-E-A-T-E-D hair.com. It's one word. And you can reach us at 877-367-WIGS. That's 867-9447. 367 uh, Oh God, now I got it wrong. 877 9447 but you'll see it on the site. You can always book a time with me. I give free Mm 15-minute consultations. And also I'm giving away a $5 coupon. If you use, um, what was the code? Rise22, I think. And when you call Mm -hmm. this, just say it's Rise22 and you're going to get $5 off of any of the accessories. So I really thank you. I hope that it's been able to affect who's ever listening to not to give up. Oh my God. I, I made so many mistakes. I I just, I was so disappointed, but you just have to keep on trying until it works. Trust me, 48 prototypes failed.
0: Wow. Amy, I, the tenacity and really the ingenuity and what you learned as a business owner. We love to ask a, a question as we close. What does Rise Up for you mean to you?
1: Oh, my God. Rise Up means to remove all of my questions about myself and to keep on going for it regardless of what my head is saying to me out of fear or out of old tapes and just grab what you can with one thing in mind where you want to be. And I think it's about removing that, that fear that we all have. Can we do it? How are we going to do it? Stop asking how and say, what do I need to do? That's what yeah. I think. How can yeah. I, how um. can I, what do I need to do? Right? Not, Oh my God, how am I going to get this done? No, (laughs) how am I going to, like, what do I need? Who do I know? You know, we forget with LinkedIn and other things. We have access now for questions. Anybody know someone? I mean, I needed a videographer recently and I thought, oh my God, where am I going to find one? Everyone I know is not working. And I just went on and, you know, got 11 people. But I think you also have to reach out to people who you may not think know anything and go, hey, do you have a friend that would be able to sit down with me for 15 minutes and kind of guide me on this problem? I did that a lot and I still do it a lot.
0: So great. Just that ability to be creative and be solution oriented. that's a big thing of what I've heard is how can I create a solution? How can I listen to my intuition? You talked about getting out of your heart. I think you listened to your intuition and then you used your logic smart brain to say, I can figure this out. Others have done it before me. And I think think
1: that's really right.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for
1: having me. I really appreciate you. Thanks. Oh,
0: Absolutely. Wow. Just that story of being able to pivot and go from being a business owner after being an actress for all of those years, being solution oriented and being creative and being willing to stay the course, even when the first... 29 prototypes that don't work. Well, here at Rise Up For You, we are excited to support you in your journey. And that's why we want to give you your free strategy call with us on leadership, confidence, business, you name it, we can support you. Simply text Rise Podcast to 949-416-0671 or go to riseupforyou.com slash success kit. Download your free confidence, leadership, public speaking, and emotional intelligence kit, and book a free strategy call with us today. Until our next podcast, Rise Up Free.